Can you change my mind about cast iron skillets? Can you solve the mystery of mystery flavor? Can you tell me how tall this table is? It's button-up shirts from J. Crew this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That, the podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. Um, you might notice that it smells a little... Wait, do we want to know what this is? We do. <laughs> Nadia got America. Nadia got a skillet. I a did. cast iron skillet. I got a cast iron skillet way back at Christmas. And then I decided the perfect time to use it is the middle of August. So... Instead of reading any of the instructions in advance and kind of knowing this is what I was getting myself into, I went, I'll just use the skillet to make hamburgers. This will be fine. And uh, even though the food ended up tasting pretty good, I had no idea the involvement of what it takes to prep and clean a goddamn cast iron skillet. News to me. I thought you just never do. (laughs) (laughs) You just leave it alone. Yeah. And it just, but if you, here's the thing if you leave it alone, apparently it just collects rust because it's fucking cast iron. So oh. you have to oil it and salt the pan and bake it in an oven. And as a result, now my home has like an oven smell in it that I regret and I've apologized for multiple times to you and our guests. You about. have. I mean, here's the thing there's just so many ways to cook, mm-hmm. so many surfaces. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What, what surface? Are you like an egg on a sidewalk? I, I, egg on a sidewalk, a griddle, normal frying pan, uh-huh. uh, non-stick frying pan. Yes. Uh, uh, pans, uh, pots. Yeah. Uh, pot. uh, microwave. Saucepan. Saucepan. So I'm just saying, there's so many ways to cook a burger. Like it must be really good if it's worth all of that rigmarole for a cast iron skillet. Yeah, I'm not sure that it was. I'm yeah. gonna have to like see how this seasoning worked out and if this thing starts rusting up in a few weeks oh i'm done i mean maybe what we need is a future guest can come on to talk about cast iron skillets and they can change my mind but as for now i'm (laughs) firmly anti and i don't think it smells that bad okay good good, yeah good i'm just more mad that like i had to take all this time in order to do it as opposed to what i normally do which is stick something in the sink uh to uh, scrub it for like a second and then i'm like oh that's good enough almost a a rinse the germs won't get me yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the visible food's gone. I get it. I will say this. A cast iron skillet on your stove looks very stylish. Oh, yes. That's a good seg. Thank you. <laughs> that's the seg alert yeah. going off. We're segueing into our topic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let me introduce our very confused, uh, polite <laughs> guest. Uh, he is the host of the Breadcast podcast, and you know from Comedy Bang Bang, please welcome Joe Saunders. Hi, Joe. Hi, guys. It's great to be here. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for coming on. I, I have a couple of things to say about the cast iron skillet. Please. please. The way, that I think, if I, I don't know tons about cast iron skillet, I think the issue with the cast iron skillet rusting is that it just has to be super dry. Oh. There can't be any water on it, which is why you can't, like, leave it wet. Okay. You have to totally dry a cast iron skillet, and you're even supposed to, once you dry it, you put it on the stove and then heat it up again until it smokes mm-hmm. to, to totally evaporate all the water on it. Okay. That's the deal about it rusting because there can't be any water on it. Okay. But the seasoning is all about putting oil. This is my understanding. Maybe I'm 
talking out of my ass here. Um, but the seasoning is just about putting oil into the porous surface to get that nice kind of slick, non-stick surface in a natural way. That's uh, like the seasoning. And that's how you end up being able to do things like cook both eggs and a pizza and brownies in the same yes. pan. But and, why, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. I'm just please. wondering why you couldn't do that in any pan. This is a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I don't know. This is, I have a cast iron skillet and I use it. I don't know why I use it instead of other pans. Often? Do you use it often? I use it to make like I meat when I have to cook meat. Yeah. I use it because that feels appropriate. I That's, don't know. Yeah. But I, I immediately run out of things to do. I've watched so many YouTube videos about how to take care of a cast iron skillet. Yeah. I read uh, the website The Kitchen oh, without yeah. an E. Uh, and they were like, here's the dummy beginner guide type. Uh, article and as I was reading it I was just like this still seems complicated I don't know why this is so I think it's also I am very lazy and it's yeah it, there's few there's like steps that are involved much more than a normal pan yes uh, I love cooking but I am particularly lazy when it comes to cooking like I'm not very good at cooking every day I tend to do like cooking nights where it becomes like oh this is the next like five hours because mm -hmm. I'd rather like dedicate dedicate that time than uh do it on a regular basis, which is what you're kind of supposed to do. Like every, Buddy, every you're not supposed <laughs> to do anything. You do this what you is, want. You, know, I you think like that's to cook. True. You cook. If you need a day to not cook and you want to order what's around here, I won't say because I won't give away your location. Yeah. Well, what is the address here? And let's uh, look up the other the nearby <laughs> and, restaurants and you could sure order. Tomato pie. <laughs> Um, Make sure my stalker ex-boyfriends know exactly <laughs> where to find me. That's okay. I truly don't even know the name of the street you live on. <laughs> but I do know you, your phone number now. Do you sleepwalk over here? You're I just do. like in a daze. Uh, <laughs> I had to admit to Nadia the other day that I didn't have her phone number ever. Oh, how have you, years. wait, how has this happened that you've had a podcast and you don't even, how, how did you, is this all over I email? Message. I messaged. I got her email. Oh, I messaged. And I'm talking like seven years ago, we yeah. started texting via iMessage. Wow. And I just never got her phone number. I mean, maybe you don't need phone numbers anymore. Maybe that's what, no. we, that's the conclusion. Let's get a little bit into today's topic, which is, uh, J. Cruz men's shirts. <laughs> yes, this was, you said, what is the thing that I know about? And I am very stupid and don't know much about anything. But I did, I was like, I can talk about this. I've known you for a long time. I know you not to be stupid. However, I think it is a perfectly silly and, but also kind of serious topic because uh, clothes make the man, you know? Yeah, I'm a wow. big believer in that. I'm a big believer in that, like your fashion choices say a lot about not just who are, you are, but how you want to present yourself to the world. Yeah. Um, so in talking about J. Cruz men's shirts, let's start with a question I always ask everybody. Why do you know that? This is where to even begin. <laughs> um, well, this is true. Many years ago, when I was in sixth or seventh grade, I made a decision. I was wearing, back then I only wore t-shirts and jeans and sweatpants. And I made a decision that I didn't want to dress like that anymore. Interesting. I'd made a decision over summer. I was on summer vacation. I was at the beach with my family. And I said, I don't want to dress like that anymore. I want, I want to figure something out. And I decided I was going to start wearing collared shirts. <laughs> I love this Me already. Too. Please keep going. And I told it to my mom and she was like, that is stupid. Why, what are you talking about? But I did it. I said, I only want to buy collared shirts from now on. I only want to buy polo shirts and button down shirts. Casual shirts to wear. Not, but that was my 
I, I did it, and that is, I stuck to it. Yeah. I've stuck to it since then. I don't think I've ever seen you in a t-shirt. I don't, you know, no one will ever will. <laughs> <laughs> I've, maybe when you've, like, run a marathon or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If that, but th- even yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so anyway, over the years, uh, I grew up and, you know, had to buy my own clothes. <laughs> and I found that J. Crew, um, I have kind of been odd body type I think I guess everyone probably thinks they have their an odd body type but I'm like skinny but I have like kind of like a large a larger belly I'm kind of pear-shaped but I have like thin arms and so and a thin neck so mini shirts don't fit me correctly like even like medium-sized shirts look oddly but J crew after many trial and error periods I found fits me very fits me well has a good neck size a good sleeve size good also the long, the length of this shirt is good it's very hard to find it. <laughs> I feel insane talking. No, I, I feel like an insane person no, talking to you about this. I'm no, related. No, talking. you're you're absolutely right. Everybody's body is like a little off, and I, I could go on and on about this, but I will say briefly that uh, the fashion industry works against us because they are making things that are meant to be either for like incredibly thin, um, tall people. Or they're just not thinking about like how to create clothes for multiple body types. Yes, yes. Growing up, and I grew up in Georgia, and almost all of the clothing I bought and my mom bought me was like two sizes too large. Mm-hmm. Always. She was like, you're gonna grow into it, you're gonna gain a bunch of weight, uh, you'll, this will fit you one day. Like even into college, I was wearing like large t-shirts, which were so massive on me. But also, and, it was we were all wearing larger clothes yes, back then. Yes, I was just watching something from like 2004, and I was like, "Man, everyone's in such baggy shirts." <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, I guess hip hop music <laughs> it must have been. That was the influence. That's one of my big complaints about menswear in well, not just not menswear as in menswear as like a genre of clothing, but like what men wear. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Generally, my PSA to you is men, if you're out there going, oh gosh, no no lady or man will notice me, no one's into it, I'm like, do your clothes fit? Because my guess is you're probably wearing stuff that's way too big. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna make you look fatter, I promise. It's not gonna like expose parts of your body you don't like. Buy clothes that fit you and you will feel so much better, you'll look so much better. Every freaking episode of Queer Eye is yes, about this. Yes, that's, yeah. As you were saying that, I was like, that's what Tan does on Queer Eye. Yeah. It just buys clothes that fit people. Just buy, just buy, it's, it's your more of a medium. Is that you, know. are you doing Tan? <laughs> 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 I forgot how he said, because he's got like a specific, I think it's like South London accent-ish. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> and you were doing, you were doing North London, I could yeah, tell I that, that was. That <laughs> I was doing Liverpool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Tan France, talking your shit, mate. Um, I love Tan France so much. I don't. I feel I've bad. Never, I've never seen it. You've never so, seen it? No, so I don't know which is. You've I know seen, Jonathan. You've never seen Jonathan, Queer Eye? Yes. But I've never. No. It I, seems. I get it. Emotionally manipulative. Oh, very much so. Mm. And I. I cried watching multiple episodes of My Name is Earl. <laughs> so I don't. I don't need a reality show to like. Come in and like. Um, okay, so uh, getting back to your fashion makeover that you gave yourself yes. at a pretty young age. Very young. Yes. Uh, I mean, I literally just was my. All I decided was like, I want to start wearing co- shirts, like a shirt with a collar. That was it. I didn't know what that. 
Did you there was say, nothing beyond that. Like, I just was like, I want something on my neck. Did you say you were on vacation or did I make that up? I was on vacation. I was at the beach. Okay. Because when I was at the beach is when I decided that I was going to get a job at Pacific Sunwear. Okay. Oh. And I did. So I understand. Wow. So another kind of like... Um, and it wasn't just like I needed a job. It was like I want to. I want to evolve. Holy I want to like step up. I want to. I can look cooler than this. But my place I worked was like exclusively t-shirts and jeans. But, yes. But popular brands. Oh my god, that must have been. Was that? Did you? Was were you? Was that? That must have been a cool job. It's right? the coolest. I've, it was not a cool job, but it's sure. the coolest I've ever felt to this yes. day. The coolest I've ever felt was being in school, being like, "Oh, I work at PacSun." That's awesome. Yeah, I felt I could never pull off PacSun. Stuff. I don't know how I did, and I think this was maybe a little bit of me being like, "I'm just not going to play the PacSun game anymore." Yeah. How do you? How do J Crew clothes? make you feel now like oh my like, god like, oh, we're getting deep i know well i because i was thinking well i was thinking i think you're just like, gonna ask me about like the sizes and like <laughs> where like how do i buy the cheaper and the cheaper shirts because well it's such a specific brand obviously you're saying that it like fits you best and yes. it, it, you feel like uh it works for your body shape and all of that i can't do banana but, republic or gap or any of the right, affiliated but, similar companies but why why not other uh places at the mall I don't know. It's literally just like I can put on a J. Crew shirt and I like that look. And okay. the other ones I put on and I immediately feel like the neck, my neck is very like, long, my neck is like long and thin. And like I put on a different shirt and like I just don't like it makes me feel uncomfortable. Uh, and the J. Crew one, I think they've re they've figured out the Joe. They figured yeah. this out for me. <laughs> At least I think they have. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, they have. It's working. Yeah. I You're mean, wearing a J. Crew shirt right now. I've been doing it for like 15 years now. And like, if somebody asked me, one, say the first thing that comes to your mind to describe Joe Saunders, I'd probably say, <laughs> well-dressed. No, you wouldn't yeah. say that, really? Because no, I that's true. always yes. remember, I remember like we would be at mock improv uh -huh. and I would have come in literally in like this, just, <laughs> just sh basketball shorts and a dirty t-shirt. But then Joe would have like his collared shirt and a nice Argyle sweater over it. Oh my God. And I'd be like, see there, I would just think there's a guy who's putting effort into looking like he puts effort in. I fully agree. I think, and not in a bad way. Jake Regal would send me an email after every mock. It's like, <laughs> really great outfit, bad improv. <laughs> uh, well, yes, you were very, very bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this took a sad turn. No, uh, I was lying. I was joking. Uh, no, what? Yeah. No, you manipulated me. Oh no, oh, I'm no is, better than Karamo. This is a my name is Earl episode right now. <laughs> I would agree. I would say that Joe is very fashionable and like you put in an effort. And again, this is my second PSA to men. It's not just like find clothes that fit. Make the smallest amount of effort. That's all it takes. It's truly all it takes. As a man in 2019, literally put a collar on your shirt and the world is just like, oh wow, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> It was like wow. a decision. It was a thing I thought I was like, if I do a collar shirt, I could be coast. I could wear that till I die. Yeah, right. that'll be a standard. I think I saw like Paul Newman or something on David Letterman, and he was wearing like a collar shirt. And he was older, and I was like, I could be Paul Newman. <laughs> uh, I could be like an old guy. I could just have this look until I'm elderly, and I yeah. don't have to make any new decisions. And mm -hmm. I was like, I think that that really appeals yeah. to me. Um, have your feelings about J Crew changed at all over the years? Like. At what point did you, like you found them maybe, at what point were you like, 
Yes, J. Crew is the store. Uh, I think like my senior year of college. Okay, maybe. so uh, for like the last um, yeah, I guess like so many years. Yes. Uh, I've is there at any point have you gone like th- this always works and it will always keep working or are you like were there ever seasons where you're like oh man do I need to like start hunting for a new store? I do get I don't know I I I don't know I'm like the last I'm very bad at knowing that sort of thing about knowing like. I'm not sure how to answer this question. I'm stuttering. Um, I like it. I think I will keep doing it until hopefully the company... I get nervous that the company's going to go out of business and then I'm going to be screwed. We're going to get into that because it hasn't been looking good for them. It has not been good. Yeah, they have not done a lot in their outfits. They're changed things up. I don't know. I am worried. I've thought about stockpiling. But you do you own... Is every shirt you own, J.Crew? Yes. Well, really? I have like t-shirts and stuff. Okay, wear. but if all of my like, if I go to work, I came from work. Uh, all of my work outfits are okay. J Crew shirts. I just was like, I'm gonna buy yeah. only that kind of shirt. No, I get it, and I also I know the struggle of of uh, putting on shirts of different clothes that just nothing feels right for every part of my body. Yeah, like I'm tall. So I need something that's longer, but my arms are way too long. So I need like extra long arms, but then I'm too thin for. I, I, I'm either wearing a midriff that fits wide yes. the right way, mm-hmm. or I'm wearing something too long and baggy. The too long is a really thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I basically decided I liked a a cutout of a shirt, and I was willing to just buy different versions of that. I like that. Versions of that I did shirt. that. I did that at Gap with shorts. Oh, so that's I get it. it. Yeah. 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 It's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, in an effort to figure out exactly how did J. Crew get to this point where they were like, uh, very popular and then possibly going bankrupt. I'm gonna run us through a very, <laughs> very quick, brief history. Because wow! Fashion, oh my god! Fashion history, fashion history can be pretty dry. So I'm going to kind of just give, give a quick overview. You know so, what? Hmm. I'll add some like music underneath. Ooh, yes, <laughs> like a something like that. I wasn't thinking. You were thinking like a little Spanish flea. I was gonna say I'm gonna talk and you're gonna hum it. Well, now I want. Okay, go. I know what I want to hum. Okay, all right. The history of J Crew. In 1947, they were called Popular Merchandise Inc. Done. It was very patriotic. It was very patriotic for this fully American company. Um, So basically, they sold low-priced clothes to people in their home. They did in-home demonstrations. Um, And that's how they did it for a long time till the early 80s. So an in-home demonstration like a Tupperware party. Exactly. interesting. Exactly. So all those folks now who... I think there's been brands like... I know one's called Stella and Dot. There's other stuff like that where they still bring the at-home party. Um, apparently that was, that, that's the closest to what I read that I could figure out like, oh, this is what you guys used to do, okay. So in the early 80s, they started putting out catalogs and this was sort of the era of catalogs. You had Land's End and uh, Talbot's and L.L. Bean. They were all like big catalog companies. Um, yes. And so in the mid 80s, J. Crew sales essentially explode. So J. Crew changed their name in 1983 and then they opened their first retail store in 1989 in downtown Manhattan. Mm. Um, and then in 2004, that was like the next big move. So they were like slowly opening up stores um, around the country, but like really catering to an upper middle class clientele. Okay. Um, and then in 2004, they purchased defunct workwear manufacturer Madewell. 
Um, so oh, yeah. if you shop at Madewell, ladies, uh, it is part of the J. Crew company. Um, and that was basically meant to be like a younger version. Then by the mid 2000s, uh, J. Crew's gone through several buyouts, and then there was a private buyout in 2011, and then there was sort of like a more recent uh, J. Crew Naissance. Jay. Did you make that up or did they? I did, and oh. I don't like it. I was, and I take it back. No, I'm that's sorry. fine. And you can. <laughs> you're allowed to. I was worried that they really did like intern. It's <laughs> just like we're entering the J. Croonaissance. J. Croonaissance. Yeah. Croonaissance. Yeah, Croonaissance. It doesn't. Uh, mm hmm. J. J. Croonaissance. Yep, that's it. That mm. sounded That sounded good. That sounded good. Yes. That's ah. the take. Ugh. <laughs> oh. I'm throwing this rope out. I don't need it anymore. Um, You're putting too much pressure on this podcast. <laughs> you keep, you keep too, using I'm, that rope as a, <laughs> as, a way to, as a way to emotionally manipulate everyone around me. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, they had new creative directors come in. Uh, Jenna Lyons was a creative director for like a decade. And then this other guy whose name I'm going to completely butcher, Frank Moitjens. They like really took it into the next level. Uh, I think also like Michelle Obama wore a lot of J. Crew. That you really say she helped. Whoa, too. really? Like, she did. She helped their image because she wore a lot of it during the campaign trail wow. and in the f early years of the White House. And she mixed that in with um, more couture or designer brands. So as a result, she came across she and came across as accessible to the American people, while J. Crew came across as coveted and high fashion because it's being worn in the White House. Interesting, whoa. So that's sort of oh, the brief Just another story. thing you and Michelle Obama have in yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Add it to the list. I... Um, so I think all that's interesting because it it leads into uh, the, the stuff that's happening now, which is uh, recently the CEO that was there for 14 years uh, left and he, what was his name? His name is Mickey Drexler. And he basically said that J. Crew's biggest mistake over the last several years is they jacked up the prices at a time when customers were really cost conscious. Um, so they gave the perception of being higher priced than they actually are. Uh, quote, very big mistake, unquote. Interesting. I think they have raised the price. That's. I think I noticed that. I think I knew. That. We will talk. We can talk about the. I have some thoughts about the prices. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we'll, we'll, no, we'll come. We'll come back to that. Well, I mean, so he. There's a Business Insider article where he talks about like we got really elitist. Um, Jenna Lyons, that creative director, who I believe is like a very stylish lady, also may have helped contribute to the downfall because. She helped feature a, uh, she helped spearhead, I should say, a new line called the J. Crew Collection, which had a lot of like higher end uh, super couture items mm -hmm. that are like in the thousands of dollars, mm -hmm. um, which is not exactly maybe what you think of when you think of just like 30 years ago, this is the same company that was uh, mailing you a catalog and then you'd order by mail. Right. It's weird to think if you are the kind of person that is going to spend thousands of dollars on clothes, you're probably not going to want to go to a place like J. Crew. <laughs> you probably are. Well, you'll go to Hugo Boss or whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. So then uh, apparently, when was this? Like of December of 2017, the collection items were like 70% off. So a dress that would have been $1,200 is now like three fifty or something, which is crazy still. that if you bought that at retail price. And then even at three fifty, that's still pretty expensive. Yeah. F even for uh, better materials, better construction, et cetera. 
Um, so I wanted to so hear J. from Crew you. So J. Crew kind of became too fancy for the pores and too poor for the fancies. Yes. Very much so. Do you think that's the case? This is very interesting because I am unaware of what's going on. I have no knowledge of the corporate issues with J. Crew. But I am on the J. Crew mailing lists, the email lists. Oh, they don't they don't talk about that on the email list? Well, you can pick up some things oh. based on how often they send me coupons mm. and sales. And they do it a lot. And I'm thinking, why they are really they got a lot of sales going on. What's going on in the company? It makes me worried. And now I know I should be worried. <laughs> Much like I'm worried about the country as a whole with the Obamas leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about J. Crew, the corporation. Yeah, yeah. I would say in the last like five years, I too, I am not on the J. Crew mailing list. Uh, I am on the Madewell mailing list. I'm a Madewell insider. No big deal. Uh, Anybody can be one. You can just sign up through your email for it and get free shipping. It's, oh. Are you bragging or <laughs> <laughs> explaining? Um, it's um, it's kind of what well, if a humble brag is when you brag but you're trying to get away with it. What is a a brag explain? I guess. Like when you're bragging, but it's just an explanation of events. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I have a cast iron skillet. I just need to season it a little bit and then it works beautifully. Mm. It sounds like it's hard work and your kitchen smells. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Were you saying that your kitchen smells means you have a kitchen? That's kind of a brag too. A brag explain. Um, yeah, it seems like in the last five years, though, like anytime I, I used to not be an avid J. Crew shopper, but I did pop in occasionally for um, specific items, particularly they had like a very solid cashmere sweater mm. and I'm really allergic to wool. So the this the, uh, this sounds now this sounds like some weird ass stupid brag. Like the only thing that I can wear is like cashmere, some merino wool, some merino wool if it is like really well done because otherwise I'm just fucking breaking mm. out in hives and itching all the place. can only wear cash. I know! I know how it sounded. Because I of, know. Because of a skin condition. I have a skin condition if I touch anything that costs less than that. <laughs> Um, so like after Christmas sales and that kind of thing, yes. I would try to stock up as a way to wear something that's a little warmer than like a, a thin cotton bo- cotton guy. Um, that um, said, like I haven't gone into one because I feel like Madewell is more for my age range. It is more in my price bracket and style-wise, it just seems to fit better. Mm, okay. I don't yeah. know how you feel about what J. Crew is selling right now. I, you know, I think they have less options now than, I feel like they have fewer and fewer options that I like. I buy everything off the website. I never go to the store. Mm. I like just, because I know my size, and I know. Yeah, what would you go to the store for? I don't need to go to the store. The store just stresses me out. It store is more expensive. I buy it on the website with coupons. I go to J. Crew. There's J. Crew and there's J. Crew Factory.com. Mm-hmm. J. Crew Factory is the factory outlet website. So stuff that's already been on the main website and been moved off. Much cheaper. Constant sales. I buy everything through that. So I don't remember. I mean, a full price J. Crew shirt is pretty expensive. It can be like $75 or something like that. Yeah. And But you can get much cheaper than that, like $20 like $30, $40 tops for a shirt on these other websites. So that's always what I do. But the options, I don't like the designs. I mean, I think like there's like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they're not as well designed anymore. Let's take it. But as- I also don't like crazy designs, so I don't know what they're doing. I'm like, who are these prints for? A little too loud, maybe. Sometimes. Yeah. I, also, I, I could maybe get on board the loud print, but not these loud prints. Mm. Let's take it a step back for just a second. Oh my God. And... <laughs> There's one thing you can't do okay. when Joe's a guest is go back. 
once something's been talked about, <laughs> it has been talked about. <laughs> it's called the Joe March. Okay. <laughs> it's one straight line. And if you try to go back, the whole thing combusts. Um, well, because you were saying I, I'm not a fan of what the designs are as much right now. Or, yeah. I wanted to ask you specifically about the uh, these shirts. Like, what is it specifically that you like in the past? What that you're liking now? Like, do you know the names of types of the shirt styles? That kind of thing. I like the classic. Well, I like the classic fit. They have kind of three fits at J Crew. They have first button on dress. They have slim fit. <laughs> God, I feel so crazy talking about this. Slim fit, classic fit, and tall. And I do classic because slim is too slim. I can't wear a slim. My, it hugs my belly, and it looks like a, you know just that's not good. Uh, but a classic fit is nice and roomy, but not too roomy. And as far as uh, styles go, I just like kind of like a I like you know lighter colors, but with like a simple pattern sometimes, like a plaid sometimes, sometimes like a plaid, but not really. I don't know. I, this is like kind a of gingham? a gingham. This is, is this a, I'm wearing a Jehu shirt right now. Is this a gingham? I believe that's a this gingham. It's a very, very, if it's a gingham, it's a very small gingham. Yes. yes. It's, this is kind of a uh, maroon and maroon, little, tiny little maroon stripes. Yeah. Or but then uh, with the white stripes and also stripes. from farther away, it's kind of more of like a. Checkered? Yeah. Yes, well, I was I'm trying yes. to say the color overall doesn't read as maroon. Right, right. I don't, yes. It's almost pink. I yeah. Think. I mean. We'll have to remember to take a picture of Joe's sleeve before he leaves. <laughs> That's good. For the pod. Not Joe, I, just his sleeve. Yeah, no. High definition camera. Well, we've never taken a picture of a guest before, so like if we started with you, people would be like, all the other guests would be like, well, that's no fair. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on the J. Crew website right now. So I'm I'm browsing, I'm going, I see there's an American Pima cotton Oxford shirt in a mini check. I'm seeing okay. a short sleeve stretch secret wash shirt in organic cotton sunburst print. Yeah, I see what you mean about some of these prints. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I'm seeing a rayon camp collar shirt in seashells. I also always go for the button down collars. I have to. That's what I do. I, some they have most. They have they kind of split the half button down collars, half not button down. I can't do button down non button down collars. That's too wild to look for me. I'm gonna pretend as if I'm shopping for a gift for Joe, and I went, okay, I'm gonna get Joe a nice J. Crew shirt because I know he loves that. So I've clicked classic in the category. Now, as far as silhouette goes, is there? Do you ever click on these things on the side? No. What does that mean? Silhouette. We got we got business casual, casual shirts, dress shirts. Oh yeah, I always go for casual. Business okay. casual feels that is like I think for suit. That's what I, I think on the website. That's more suit type looks. Mm. Or okay. So casual, the casual shirt look. Gotcha. So then we got a ton of different fabrics. We got brushed twill, chambray, cotton, denim, linen, uh, Oxford. Whatever secret wash is, because that's not Ooh, a fabric. What's the secret wash? Secret wash. I think I, I think I have some secret wash shirts. I think those are like pre, kind of basically pre-washed or pre-shrunk or something you don't have to iron. Maybe. Does mm. your closet look like you're a serial killer? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Without it, yeah. Uh, I clicked on one. This one has a fun print of the it says abstract flags in the copy uh just to see what it's made of it says stretch on demand two ply 80s yarn but you uh, already knew that the yarn was two ply mm-hmm. yeah. yes 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 uh, this is durable strength tested buttons double stitch side seams reinforced left chest patch pocket 
organic cotton slash elastane. Okay, so my guess is based off of reading this. I should maybe should have said this before. I used to work for Forever 21 in their corporate offices. For yeah, you should months. have disclosed that. Legally, wow. legally <laughs> you should have disclosed that. Um, so as a result, I got to know a lot of fashion terms very, very quickly, uh, including men's fashion. So what I'm guessing is that the secret wash actually means that like there, there's maybe stretch in a lot of these. Stretch. Like a little bit of stretch in the shirt so that they're not um, so stiff. Like with an Oxford or a chambray, they need to be washed a bunch. With linen, it's really, um, it's like a soft natural material, but it wrinkles really easily. I'm gonna Can see. I tell you what my theory for secret wash is? Please. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> we're gonna get back to shirts, don't worry. But um, the mystery flavor of Dum Dum's lollipops. <laughs> is created by, so when they're done making, say they're making strawberry dum-dums, and oh, then they're yeah. done with the tank, and they just did strawberry, rather than clean it out, and rinse it out, and lose all that strawberry residue, okay. they add in the next flavor they're gonna do. And that batch, say it's root beer. So that root beer is gonna have strawberry in it still. So that those are mystery flavors. Mystery flavor is just what got combined when they were switching from one flavor to another. I believe it. That and makes sense to so me. So what I'm saying is secret wash okay. <laughs> is just the garbage fabric. <laughs> but when you switch fabrics on the machine, the little bit of the little bit of fabric that's exactly. still there yeah. makes it okay, I believe it. I think yeah. that's actually that's I think wow. So now we learned how that works and you <laughs> learned a little something about dum dums. Um I will say uh I just clicked on a bunch of shirts randomly and every single one of them is made with cotton and you oh, there's one full cotton shirt. Some of these shirts are too loud. This is definitely- That's a loud shirt. I mean, really? it's a Hawaiian I can't you. see, the screen is, I, I don't need to see it, but the screen, I can't see what you guys are looking at. I can only, you can only go by your uh, facial expression. Only guess looking. at? <laughs> yeah. Most of these shirts, the majority of them are cotton elastane, which makes me go like, is that, the, what the secret wash is, or is it about the like dyeing the garment process? That's like my other guess. Is that this? I'm just so confused as to like, I hate when brands develop like a term that only they know, mm. and the idea is that you're supposed to become a fan of the brand and go like, oh well, it's the blank, it's the blank technology, or it's the this thing in it, and I'm like, shut up, just call it the thing that it is, yeah. like instead yeah. of trying to make up a name for it. Um, that's sort of what this feels like to me. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna go back real quick and click just a random fabric. I'm gonna pick cotton. Good old cotton, can't go wrong. Great. Um, sleeve length, you go for short sleeves? I sometimes do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> short sleeves or long sleeves. Okay, uh, I'll go long. All right, so now we've got a bunch of options. So now I'll turn my computer to you real quick. And you tell me if any of these seem like shirts that you would own or have already in your closet. I mean, these all seem, these top three are fair. I, th that, these are three very plain shirts. There's a dark navy shirt, kind of a, uh, I don't even, what would you, what do they call that? Like a chambray denim type. Chambray denim type, yes. And then there's kind of a off-white shirt that looks like it has some kind of pattern on it. I think those are all nice shirts. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time, I, I, don't, I don't really like wearing dark colors. Okay, um, so in this row. This I don't like. I don't like any of these. Okay. <laughs> this is a yellow shirt, and this is like kind of like a pink with like big checks. Checks. I just don't like that. That looks a little too. I don't like that. I don't. What this is what I'm talking. This is what I really worry about the company. I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, 
<laughs> this is like a pink and green plaid. I'm like, who is gonna win this? I, if you can, I mean, if some, I think, I think people can pull that off. But I'm just like, who, who can do that? It's a madras print, madras, which is yeah. a madras, which is like, it is very, it's busier. I'm looking at the models at the top, and they all kind of have a. I wouldn't say uh, generic. It's like a little more than generic. Yeah, I mean they're J. Of, Crew models. I mean, so. yes. J. Crew is for like the generic-looking bland man. Like, <laughs> it is not like for like that's dude. That's yeah. That's the target. That's me. That's the target audience. Uh, do you have a fashion icon that you look to <laughs> that uh, would be somebody that's like? That fits that description. That either is like yes, they're like you mentioned Paul Newman earlier. It's like yes, they have a bland style. <laughs> yeah. I want to emulate. Who did that. you see wearing all these collared shirts? I don't yeah, know. That exactly. made you want to wear collared shirts. I don't know. So you think it was about like looking cool or looking older or feeling more mature or just like? I think it was like. Or was it? Was it? I don't feel like having to pick out what to wear. I don't feel I like mean, figuring out a t-shirt. I mean, that was like on. a component of it. I thought, I think it looked a little bit more mature. It kind of like straddled both looking like a little dressed up, but also casual. So kind of living in being able to do both, you know, mm -hmm. which I was appealing to Ready me. to wear, isn't that? Ready, day to night, something like that? Day it to is. Night, basically day to night. Um, you want to be able to leave work and go right to the podcast. Yes. yes. <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> is there like an ideal look then? If like, let's say money was no object and we already know that J. Crew men's shirts work really well on you. Is there like, if you could go to their factory and be like, make me the Joe. The Joe shirt is gonna be sold in stores or like, what would that look like in color wise and print wise yeah. and fabric? I think light blue. Uh -huh. um, a light blue button down Oxford shirt with a button-down collar, um, size small, uh, and maybe I would maybe choose a few different ones with like I could add in a few pattern light patterns. If I could see some pattern options, I could choose some very subtle patterns. Okay, I'm gonna nothing too crazy. I'm gonna go back to the website and I'm gonna. You're gonna show, show you me just, another one. I'm gonna show you just some short sleeve options. These are a bunch that have lots of prints. So let's see here. Um, there's some floral. No. This is kind of all, these are the Hawaiian, this is almost like what we're talking about Hawaiian shirts, I feel like. This is definitely yeah. uh, mimicking that, these sort of Hawaiian prints. This is just like a plain white. I could see you in this one, like on vacation somewhere. Oh, that's good. I think I like that. I kind of yeah, like that one. I see I, that with some like I would click on khaki that. shorts. Oh, khaki shorts. That's interesting. This has little mini anchors. So oh, that might be a little too bold for me. <laughs> um, but I like that shirt. I think maybe, yeah, maybe, I guess I could do that. Maybe I'll... These anchors that are too bold for Joe, you can't even tell they're anchors <laughs> unless you're six inches from the fabric. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just dots. Here's a different one. This is sort of a peachy salmon. I don't know with, if I can pull uh, off. little pineapples on it. Whoa, this, I don't know if I can pull off peach like this. Mm. Here's one, this is a short sleeve stretch secret wash shirt in rosy floral. No. I could never, no way. Yeah, it's a bit of a ditzy print. It's like too, it's too tiny, the the floral print. Is that with white linen pants? Are they, are they suggesting? They really are, and I am questioning that's, everything about the company right now. That's a oh no, it's a jean. Oh, white jean. Oh, white jeans, oh, okay. Uh, I'm still not a fan of no, that for sure. combo. Um, okay. 
White jeans? White jeans. That's hard. You got a pace. What is this going on here? This is crazy. This is the Wallace and Barnes camp collar shirt in Dobby Berry branches. This is. I mean. I'm zooming in on it. I like that they have these options, but I'm like, this can't be the whole thing. That one looks like curtains. (laughs) That's curtain fabric. That's hard. Yeah, it's like holly berries. Uh, but in summer? It's hard to pull off. Yeah, it's it's for a specific person, and I don't think either of you are those people. I'm gonna keep going up. Ooh, okay, so this is an aqua floral print. This is like a Hawaiian shirt, it looks like. It definitely has that. F- yeah, but it's also... That's f- curtains, too. Yeah, the florals yeah. on it look kind of like daisies that have been half-plucked. You know what this is? It is 1994, and your family rented a condo outside of Kissimmee, Florida. <laughs> And all the cushions on the couch look like that. Yes. And Dad's yelling, "Come on, we gotta go zip lining. Mm-hmm. We're we're thirty minutes away from Disney World. It doesn't matter. I booked a server kissing me. We're not going to Disney World until Thursday. Now get your ass up out of these pretty pretty couches. Where are you we're going zip lining. Where are we zip lining in Florida, Dad? <laughs> Very flat. They had a poster at the Orlando airport. I saw it. I called the guy. He's gonna. We're gonna go see him. <laughs> it's Florida. Yeah, you're eight. You can't do anything about this. <laughs> now this shirt I like. Yeah. This is a b- b- teal. Yeah. Just teal. It's a like teal a, shirt. Like a I need to take a picture combo. of this shirt so it's everyone very, can see what I shirt got Joe so excited. Hold on. Hold on. Well, right here. That's the shirt where that's, Joe said, wait a minute. No, that's we gotta, a shirt. Now we gotta be careful with this, because this is, I would be like, oh, I like this, but wait, how do we? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so we're going to classic. the full page. So it's got three different colors. Okay. The classic. Now, sometimes they trick you on the website. You think it's a classic fit, but it's a slim fit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, so you have to play the different fit. Yeah. And you got to kind of look around. You got to read the descriptions. Yes. And this fits true to size. The, okay. You know, this looks good. Wow. It's more of a traditional full cut. If we click on slim, thirty four fifty, I think is not a bad price. No, uh, especially if you have a coupon or they're on sale, you could get another. There's also this raincoat blue version. So you looked oh, at that's deep pretty good. spearmint. The raincoat blue one, I mean, is definitely a winner. It's like a periwinkly um, blue, and then we've got just like a good, a good old white. The blue one, that's just a good thing to have in the closet. You always want one of those. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. See, you're very knowledgeable and fashionable. I can't believe you would ever think that you weren't. So, Joe, say something's coming up, like a job (laughs) interview or a a birthday party or something. Uh And so you have decided that on this day, you're going to go online and you're going to buy a shirt. Uh How long do you think that process would take? Oh, this is good. I can shop pretty quickly, I think. Okay. Um, I was wondering if it's a quick shop kind of thing or like, because you're talking about all these tricks, like click the different size to see if they trick you. Yeah. Stuff like but that. But I mean, for a, if for a big event, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to take a big swing. I would just go right. with probably with like a a light blue shirt that I'm like old mm-hmm. dependable. Yeah. Um, if there's like, especially a job interview. So you're not on like, you're not wandering the aisles of J. Crew or on the website like for hours on end trying to find the perfect. I don't think so. I'll look around and then maybe like throw some things in the the cart, keep the window open, do some other stuff, come mm-hmm. back, look at the cart. Yeah. Side. You've got to leave it in the cart for a little bit. Leave in the cart. I'm the same way. I mean, I didn't brag the way Nadia has about Madewell, but I do have a Gap credit card. Whoa, okay. And, uh, I accidentally signed up for it. <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> is there a word for like, okay, if my thing is a brag splain, this is like 
a brag you wish you could take back. Like, this is a brag mistake. Brag steak. Brag a brag steak. steak. Um, she asked if I wanted to save 40%. I said yes. Yeah, of course. I didn't listen to the rest of it. <laughs> Are there any other brands that you wish that you were more into? I wish I could just spread out. I gotta, I'm gonna, if the company goes out of business, I'm really gonna be screwed. I gotta figure out some other brands. I don't have other brands. Yeah. I'm sure there's okay. like, right. Other brands. I think I'm gonna have to. If I pivot to another brand, I'm gonna have to start tucking in my shirt. <laughs> I feel like I could name I, off a few menswear brands that are similar veins to J. Crew, but they're a little bit more. They're smaller, and I. Like, you might need to go to a store and try stuff on, or right, like yeah. check right. their return policies. I think if yes. you went to, um, what are those stores called that have lots of different brands? Just a store, department store. I guess. Like if you were to, yes. go, yeah, a department store. If you were to go yeah. to like a Macy's or even like a Kohl's and just like take the time to try on things. I mean, that's what I used to do. Like, yeah, I was like when I was like in college or like in my early twenties, I'd just go to like Macy's or something and like try to like find it. I was just like everything. I didn't. I hated everything. Mm. Yeah. So. I don't know what the I don't know what's gonna happen. It's yeah, have you, is, have you? Let's know. just really pull for J Crew. Yeah, so I'm hoping I'm saying that like as an alternative. Thank, thank you. As an alternative, just buying everything here that you may not like, you might be able to find some old stuff from a couple of years ago that you like really liked. That feels so post-apocalyptic to me to be like. <laughs> I'll be scavenging the internet for like an old brand of shirt that I think just fits like kind of my shoulders right and. Yeah, for like some reason, big bargaining with like someone in <laughs> that does kind of take it to almost a weirder level. <laughs> yes. of like, because as of now, it all makes sense. Uh -huh. it, it it all I it all it's all for convenience, comfort, and all that. But once you're like messaging strangers to yeah. be like. It, uh, is this a secret wash or can I, can I see the fabric closer to see if this is a maroon gingham? I've gotten burned. Uh, yeah. Some people telling me things are secret wash, but it wasn't secret wash when I got it. Yeah. Um, well, ho I mean, I'm hoping that they stay in business. Some of the stuff that I was reading up about, it seems that generally speaking, I'm gonna quote analysts, because I don't know who the fuck these people are that are making mm -hmm. these choices. Basically, I said that like, with the internet being able to give rise to smaller brands, what happened is J. Crew just kind of moved too slow. Mm -hmm. um, and they sent the one solution that they came up with was to create standalone locations. Um, so, like in New York, there's a couple of stores that are not like a J. Crew store, apparently. There's something called the Ludlow Shop oh. and the Liquor Store, which is like, what? So they're. Their way to kind of get out of this downward spiral is more brick and mortar locations. Yeah, in this sort of like nouveau riche. Hear us out. Way. <laughs> what if we double down? You know the thing that doesn't work? <laughs> we're going to go to shot and we're going to sell less there. <laughs> yeah. But I guess they partnered with some other folks. So they partnered with IZOD, AKA the, um, oh, oh, what's it? oh God, it's like the Call suicide the squad of like <laughs> yeah, clothing yeah. places that are going out of business. <laughs> uh, there's this other New Yorker article that basically says, um, America's most beloved mall brands like J. Crew and mm -hmm. Gap and uh, Abercrombie and Fitch are all in crisis. And the short answer is basically the internet and the fact, like you said, like you don't go to the mall, you yeah. just buy it online. 
So you don't get to have the same experience that maybe our parents did or Gen X did, where it's like you go to the place with all the shops and then you spend time wandering. So you might end up walking out with more than you bargained for. Like if you leave it in the cart, you can easily delete it and go like, no, I'm just buying the one shirt today. That's right. it. Yeah. Even if you're trying to, even if you buy an extra to like get that free shipping. Yeah. I mean, that's... You're still buying less. Doing, like, sketch comedy and stuff, like, it's always like, I'll buy it on Amazon, use it for the show, and return it. Yes, yes. So that's how I feel when I buy clothes, too. It's like, if it doesn't fit, it's coming with a shipping label for me to send it back back. for free. Yeah. Right. Then we have uh, the fact that, like, fast fashion has risen so much over the last decade, 20 years specifically. Millennials are either going super cheap... Or they're going towards um, fashion startups that are deliberately designed to be incredibly sustainable, ethical, mm. that are made specifically in factories where they're like, we have a lot of oversight on this factory. Everybody's paid a living wage. Um, some of those companies you might know, one that I would suggest to you as an alternate for J. Cruz, Everlane. Everlane? Everlane. <laughs> okay. I know, it's a dumb name. but uh, It sounds like they sell boots. It sounds like a boot. It's, it's just... a boot. So it's a boot company. <laughs> yeah. We're talking um, about shirts, Nadia. Yeah, Why are you talking about I mean, boots? I guess I could get some boots. But yeah. <laughs> off topic. But. They do some boots. But like they have a lot of just like, uh, I remember reading a joke once that was like, Everlane is American apparel for the celibate. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of like grays and blue. Like, huh, let me pull up the website. Um, but it's a lot of like, you're looking for just like a, a blue Oxford shirt at a good price. Um, but it's made more sustainably than, say, even J. Crew. But J. Mm. Crew is maybe somewhere in the middle-ish. Sure. That's yeah. not nearly as bad as an H and M. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna pull up. The you should run a section. notepad. Nadia is giving you I, so much. I will. I will. Information. I'm gonna need the uh, raw audio so of this recording. <laughs> Poshmark, Everlane. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to the shirts and polos section. So some of these are going to be a little bit uh, hip slash. Are these shirts or are these jackets? Uh, okay, th- that's those chore shirts? I don't know. I, that's a fashion thing that I've seen as of late that I don't care for. Here's just like an Oxford. Sure. So this like, is, yeah. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a, it's a sage. It's not quite as I like bright. These. This is good. Um, these are more muted, I think. But like, generally speaking, like that's a $35 polo shirt. That's not too bad for like a decent quality. Mm-hmm. Um, Never. Uh, yeah, nothing's too loud. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, this is like you you go here for workwear basics. Um, workwear basics, like like things that it's like you just need something for the office. But this, I wouldn't necessarily send you to Everlane for like you got to buy like clothes for your wedding or um, right, right. Uh, even like you have a special event. Like nothing's gonna be super interesting, but it's good for basics. Um, uh, uh, I like it. Yeah, uh, good, should, good. We've got we've got to tag all these companies and make sure they pay us. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone's paying you apparently. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, um, Joe doesn't know about this because he left this? the oh, room. Oh, my check for two thousand dollars from Poshmark. What the fuck? Oh, and oh, it's made God. out to Nadia. That's weird. What? What? <laughs> Oh, in my pocket it goes. Where's that rope I was that I left lying around? Joe yes. took it. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then there's Amazon, and apparently a lot more people shop on Amazon for clothes than I realized, because it's not just like, like apparently even J. Crew has started selling a, uh, like a certain number of clothes on Amazon because people are just on Amazon all the time. Sure, yeah. interesting. Which is so, that makes sense. that's so complicated to me because in my head I'm like, okay, 
let's say I wanted to buy a clothing from a sustainable fashion company, but the only place that they're selling is Amazon. Ooh, so, yeah. like, what? That's an ethical dilemma. Yeah. That's a real trolley problem. It really is. A what problem? A trolley problem. Uh, what is the name We're of like, that study? Um, I don't remember. I just know it was on Kimmy Schmidt and The Good Place in the oh, same week. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, but basically, you're in a trolley, you're, and you have two options. There's a fork in the road, and you can go one way and kill one person. Oh, okay. Or you can save them and go another way, but then, like, five people will die. Okay. So it's That's about... But then you... you consider like well who's the one person that would die who are the five people that would die this is a real ethical dilemma yeah, it is called the the trolley problem the trolley i thought it was problem. i thought it was like schrodinger's cat or whatever where it's like mm-hmm. oh this is a this no that's one you'll have to explain to me another day because i still don't get that one that's when the cat you do you know whether the cat is in the box or not i know but i'm conf- it's just it it's confusing you can tell me later <laughs> so you have a cast iron skillet and you're trying to season it and there's a cat and <laughs> Oh, that um, so it's this weird we're in a weird place with fashion I feel like where J. Crew continues to fail because like the market that right. they're reaching to it's just like upper mid class doesn't really exist anymore because yeah. either now you're yeah, rich or you're kind of poor um, and like every like they're kind of like all the options that you can get there are similar-ish to other stuff Yes. on the other hand a lot of that other stuff that's on the cheaper end is, is just poorly made. Very, yes. Um, and very irresponsible. So, so I'm going to give you some quick J. Crew facts, and then okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Right now, a, 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 from what I read, as of 2018, there are 203 J. Crew stores. Okay. 174 J. Crew factory stores. Okay. And 129 Madewell stores. Okay. Madewell is apparently doing pretty well under J. Crew's name. Mm. Um, Oh, so Madewell can keep J. Crew afloat. Maybe I, yes, mm. yes. Like me, I'm gonna help you, Joe. I'm okay, gonna do my part by being a Madewell insider. Selfless. It's just you put your email in, and then they like give you they give you free shipping. It's just very easy. Um, so we've got all these stores. Um, what would you do right now? to help save the company. Would you be like, <laughs> would you be cutting those stores? Would you maybe um, be thinking of new promotions online? Um, I mean, I don't have a, I, I'd have to look at the books, uh, first of all, uh, <laughs> just to see what we're, where those stores are going. I feel like those stores are, people are always in them when I go into a J. Crew store. But I don't know, maybe get the stores. I don't know. I, if they could just show me a bunch of uh, prints, I could tell them which prints I like. <laughs> and I think I could speak for me and kind of my friends that are like me that also shop at J. Crew, and I could kind of like pick out the prints we would all kind of gravitate to. I'd be like, you should make more of these and less of these other ones. And that'll, yes, limit the amount of uh, variety oh, in order to save money. Yeah. So, so cut so, some other products in order to save money. Yes, in order to save of, costs. Yes, right. Create is, create a limited collection mm-hmm. of specific items that become coveted. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then by making them seem more coveted, more people will want them, and you just don't make as many because of supply and demand. And then you can raise the price. Joe figured it out. Oh my! I I don't know if I can follow what just happened, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess so. Yes. <laughs> take the credit. Okay, just take okay, the okay. credit. Um, um. No, that's actually a really good idea because. That's something that I real when I was like browsing around the women's side before uh, we started recording. I was like, God, there's so many options, and I got um, overwhelmed. That's why I like Trader Joe's. 
Yeah. Because it's easier to go in there. I'm not going to stand at the peanut butter for 30 minutes looking at all these peanut butters because Trader Joe's has salted, unsalted, crunchy, not crunchy. Yes. Yeah. The, People prefer having fewer, just a few fewer options. In the, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's decision fatigue that sets in decision when you fatigue, have yeah. too many choices. That's why I have so much Soylent is because I don't feel like figuring out what I'm gonna have for breakfast. So in your, yeah, in, in cutting down on choices, I think that that, I personally think that that is a great idea. So here's some of the ideas that I think have been floating around as of now, and it's like a wait and see to see if it works. One is um, a couple years ago, they started a rewards program. So they hired some guy who used to be like a Starbucks exec. And you know how Starbucks has a rewards program? Yeah. Apparently, J. Crew started a rewards program. Are you in it? No. You idiot. <laughs> I feel like an idiot. If I don't no, know about if it. one person should be in this rewards program, it's the person who went on a podcast to talk about J. Crew. I do think they know. I've called the helpline a few times about things, and I think they are able to see that I've been buying there for a long time. I want to know. What did you call Thank the helpline? <laughs> so, how are you calling J. Crew's helpline several times? <laughs> oh, you get you used to get stuff off the website, and it doesn't fit right or it's not what oh, it said on okay. the website and then you have to and call a return service, yes. and you have to be like this isn't what I ordered this isn't an I accurate I thought you meant like um, can you tell me what why the buttons looked a little more pearly on the on the website I got my legs going through the sleeves <laughs> I got my <laughs> I got my head through a pair of pants I don't know how to get how do I get out of this tell me <laughs> I ordered a shirt and I got my head stuck in pants Story of my life. They're like, Mr. Saunders, don't you, will we let us help you? Yeah, they don't They don't want you in the rewards program. Yeah. No, but this speaks to something that if you're not in it, of all people. I don't even know about it. That's crazy. That to me says they are failing on every level marketing-wise. And they need to have some kind of campaign to let you, like, you should, you should be in it. You should be telling everybody about it. Just the same way I'm telling everybody about the Madewell Insider program. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you got to do is put in your email. But I'm saying, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. I'm so surprised. I thought for sure you'd be like, I'm uh, this level and I have this many points and whatever that might be. Be. This is I'm shook right now. <laughs> um, another idea that they're doing is they decided to scale back on catalogs. So they were still mm. pushing out catalogs pretty strongly. Yeah, even into I get a 20, catalog every once in a while. Yeah, 2014, 2015. So now they're just doing it a lot less frequently. So instead of like every month, every couple months, I think they're going Stop for like Stop them completely. Yeah. Who's yeah. looking at catalogs? Who's looking at You don't need it. Yeah. You don't. It's all on the internet. 100%. Occasionally, I'll get a catalog from a company that should know better, and mm-hmm. I just always shake my head. I'm like, how dare you? Yeah, I get like quarterly magazines from my college, like alumni association. Yeah. It's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This could be an email. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's the crew team doing? Oh, oh, jack off motions. Oh. Uh, I went to an art school, so mine is just. <laughs> That's a brag explain. What's the. Mine What's is, the painting team doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We didn't even have school colors. We had a palette of 16. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's No great. sports. Um, but the magazine, I do read it every month or every quarter because I need to make sure that nobody that I graduated with is more successful than me. <laughs> here, here. And sometimes people that I was in class with are on there doing successful things. Mm-hmm. And it drives me fucking crazy. So I, they should end that publication. Yes, yes. <laughs> I do the same. Um, another idea that I've seen in stores is they decided to partner with Nordstrom a couple years ago. Okay. So I started seeing metal stuff in there and I was like, hang on, that's weird. That just uh, feels like a sinking sailboat, like tying onto the Titanic. Yeah, yeah that's, that's my impression of it is I'm like, uh, okay. 
Because on the one hand, I can understand where they're like, well, this is a partnership that makes sense because like we're catering to the same kind of customer. On the other hand, I'm like, you already have stores. So it's not like they killed all their stores, went online only and department store only. You can walk into the same mall and there's a J. Crew, and then you walk, I don't know, the equivalent of one city block over into a Nordstrom and there's more J. Crew. What the fuck? There's so many people in corporate jobs that I'm like, you have no idea what you're doing. Oh, like, there's, no. <laughs> like, you're just having, you're like, I don't know, maybe we sell it another place. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Well, the reason they got the reason they got so high up is because they're not good at anything that the job actually required. So they had to find something else to like excel at, which was just like administrative stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they have no idea what actually is going on in a store. Uh, I'm projecting based on my own previous experiences. Oh, I mean, same okay. uh, from working in retail. Part of me goes like, does J. Crew need to undercover boss themselves? Ooh. I was just thinking that, or um, do uh, they need the Marcus? Prophet. They need Marcus Lemonis from oh. the Prophet. Yeah. Uh, I I don't. Okay, quick tangent. I don't think I told you this. I went to the key lime pie shop. That's you on did? the Prophet. Yes. Where is that in Florida? Yes. Oh, so wow. I was in uh, the Keys very briefly over Fourth of July weekend, and I was like. Oh my, and then it dawned on me, like as I was driving down, I'm like, holy shit. And then I had to explain who I was with. I was like, there's a show, The Prophet, it's on CNBC. This is guy, Marcus Lamonis. He's the best. You Okay, if Queer Eye is like fun, but kind of emotionally manipulative, this is like on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. It's fairly dry, but like what you see is what you get. I like that. It's 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 so good. It's so good. Marcus is like one of the most amazing like man dealers with like di like people being upset or like having to like confront somebody with something. He is so good at it. It's like I feel like I learned like how to like deal with someone yelling at you <laughs> on that. Marcus also not to get political. Marcus to me feels like the ant. He's like the total anti-Trump. Yes. He's like a business guy who has a reality show but is like not a crazy person, is like a person who cares about people. I don't know, I don't know what who he is, but it, it seems on the show, he's like the responsible, nice person who does good things. Yeah, even if this is a reality show that like every other reality show is trying to manipulate you into believing a certain reality, how many more times am I gonna say that word? It's still like a show in which it appears as though Marcus actually gives a shit about the people that he's working with. Um, no, I like I like my uh, business makeover shows to be Gordon Ramsay led <laughs> and preferably taking place at Amy's Baking Company. <laughs> <laughs> you like the yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the Amy's Baking Co. I I don't think I've seen much of that, but I have seen that. Yeah. Do you know what I, I mean? loved when it first came out? I watched that episode and I loved everything about it. But then a couple months later, they had a special where they just like, Gordon went back and they showed previously unseen footage and like he went back and the producers tried to like rile them up again. And I was like, no, 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 this is an unwell woman. And it was one thing when you like accidentally happened upon the, these people to be on your show and then realized in the moment that like, they're crazy, but now you're like putting money in your pockets by being like, this is an unstable relationship and a woman who needs help, let's go back and laugh at her more. Hmm. And here I am on my soapbox again you on reality can, shows. On rea <laughs> as far as TV goes, you can do that once. You can't go back there and do it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spoiled the whole thing.
Speaking of controversies, Uh-oh. Oh my Jay God. Crew has had a couple of their own. I'm sure. Um, I don't know if you know about these. Uh, these are more recent. So, uh, oh, when when did this happen? This is just a few years ago. They introduced a triple zero as a size. So oh. not X small and not XX small, but XXX small. Which uh, so pants that fit a 23 inch waist. Oh my god! And people went fucking crazy. Uh, were they for children? Yeah. No, they were for grown ladies. Um, yeah, yeah. What, I'm, I'm looking at your face. What is your reaction to that? Before I'm trying I tell to you think. More? 23 inches. That's so. Oh my god. I hear XXXS, and that seems weird. But then I think, well, they're a business first, and they'd only do it if there were people who were going to be buying XXX. Right. But it's crazy because apparently an XXX, a triple zero in the U.S is the equivalent of a zero in the UK, but a 28 in France, and a one in Japan. So no one can get on board and figure out a universal measurement. It's kind of like, it's even weirder than the inches versus centimeters debate. It's so Metric funny. system, it's, metric system. That's what I want to say, you the just metric gotta, You gotta try this stuff on when you go in the stores. That's the, yeah. that's the solution. <laughs> Joe like leaned in like a perfect. He's just like you gotta try it. Yeah, try it on. <laughs> it's just so funny that there's such a range of the same size dress would be sized so differently across the world. <laughs> That's really well, funny. because humans yeah. are so fucking stupid. Exactly. They, this article goes into like when people say Marilyn Monroe wore a size 16, that doesn't mean a size 16 in today's clothing. Oh right, yeah. It means that she was like a size four, but at the time. That's what it was the sizing of. So it's she was actually like a two fish. She was very, very tiny and um, like used a lot of laxatives to get down her weight and also like pill popper, etc. So like it wasn't a healthy weight either. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't mean what you, you think it means. And I just, so it's this thing where I'm like, well, is this a controversy? It is, but it isn't. It's just like, just don't sell them in the store then. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, if you now that you're head of J. Crew, Joe, mm-hmm. now you have this con- now the scandal has landed on your desk. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, what do you do? Do you pull these sizes, or do you just try to create like these are the new J. Crew sizing? I mean, I guess if there's people that are buying those sizes, you would all want to offer them if you're going to be able to sell them. I don't. Right. Know, I don't know. I, I guess you would want to try to figure out some. Someone having to buy an XXX small <laughs> feels crazy. Yeah. I don't um, think my but, six-year-old nephew right. would yeah. fit into... I, but I also don't understand measurements or, like, distances or, like... <laughs> I, like, I couldn't tell you how wide this table is, so, like, I, I, do, I couldn't really say what a 23 is. Is it three feet? Is it 10 feet? Is yeah. it a mile? I don't know. This seems like three feet. I think you're right. Feet? I think that's about three feet. Yeah. Is this table the size of a small child? So that's three feet. Okay, so three feet. That could be a child. Yeah. Okay. So well, I mean, it's probably inches. about the width of the table is probably the height. That close to say the height of the table. Yeah. That could be a kid. Yeah. I think the two most exciting parts of this episode are when we talk about pictures of shirts we're looking at, <laughs> and when we describe the table. <laughs> you should send a PDF. People should be able to download a PDF to <laughs> flip through as they're listening. Yeah. And uh, like there are certain, certain chimes will signal when you can look at different images. That was something that happened at when I worked at Forever 21. It was not a great uh, working environment. In oh, order no. to like have breaks, there was a chime that would go off. I worked in the corporate offices. So like I was paid... 
Um, actually, it was I paid hourly or salary, but it like translated to salary. So like, they had little chimes that were like, "This is when you're allowed to go use the restroom or oh, go that, get that's coffee insane. or whatever." What? Yeah, yeah. It was not great. I lasted about three months. And then I would, like the second I could well, get another job, I was like, bye. So you couldn't just be like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Um, I mean, you, not really, no. I don't like that. Oh, no, absolutely <laughs> I don't not. like it either. I just wanna yeah. go on the record. Or if you, or if you did, it was like, okay, but be back in a minute. Yeah. Like it was that kind of environment. Yeah. Um, the fashion industry is fucking crazy. Uh, the XXS small thing though, I am like, on the one hand, I understand them wanting to market to other markets. On the other hand, I'm like, no, that's like already we have a you know a eating disorder epidemic. Yes, that like this just contributes to this. If it's sure, like they, here's you can go smaller. They use yeah yeah like yeah. So that's one controversy. A second controversy, um, maybe a little a little less debatable. Uh, Jenna Lyons, that creative director that I mentioned, she got caught up in a conservative news maelstrom because there was a commercial of some kind where she was painting her son's toenails pink and oh. people lost their damn minds because mm-hmm. it was 2011 and uh it was a j crew commercial I, or I mean, something related I'm gonna to look the it company up again just to be sure how old was her son uh her son was a very young age uh um she was under fire by conservative media outlets for an ad it was a J. Crew ad, um, and she painted her toenail sons pink. And underneath a picture was a quote that said, "Lucky for me, I ended up with a boy whose favorite color is pink." And then suddenly everybody was like, "Does that mean gender roles are changing? <laughs> what about identities?" Um, also, I just think he should be painting his own toenails. <laughs> yeah, you're old enough. <laughs> you're old enough. Pick up if a you're rock. old enough to know you want pink toenails. You're old enough to paint them. Oh yeah, that yeah, he's old enough. Yeah, uh, uh, this go. is Jenna and her son Beckett, um, and I'm and I, a Dairy Queen pop up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very I hate having to go to Fox News to find this article. This is a J Crew ad that shows this designer top, and then she's painting her son's toenails neon pink. Oh, I remember I remember seeing this or. Hearing, hearing about this. Um, thoughts, questions, um, comments, I concerns. I think that she's, I don't, I'm all for kids that any gender who want pink, whatever color toenails, I'm all for it. But I just wonder if she's the kind of woman who just is like making her son be like, Come, I, you be in this ad mm. and we put pink toenail polish on you. Mm. Not that uh. it's something he wants to do. Cause like, that's a that's an international ad for J. Crew. That's not a family photo album. Right. It's a big like corporate like yeah. branding thing. Going back to my problems with feeling emotionally manipulated. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a little like whenever Blue Ivy shows up in any Beyonce stuff now, where I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, wait, that's the whole point. Wait a second. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait a second, Beyonce. How could you do this to me? How could you emotionally manipulate me? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. There. <laughs> I got very nervous when you first started talking about this story and you were like, because uh, I was, I thought you were going to say something like, oh, uh, J. Crew is run by some kind of like the Equinox guy or something like that. <laughs> the flat or, out KKK. Yeah, the J. Crew is run by the KKK. They make all the, the robes. Um, they've raised. No, that's uh, Izod. Yeah. Uh, J- Jared Kushner's family made all their money off that. That's what I was afraid you were going to say. And then I was like, oh, this will be trouble. One thing I want to say really quick. <laughs> 
and I, I want I want everybody listening to really really take this in. Uh, Joe, earlier you said that you get a lot of ads and uh, emails for sales at J Crew, and it makes you nervous. And you said that it makes you nervous because you wonder, like, oh, is it going out of business? And are they not doing well? That they they keep giving me all these coupons and stuff. Yeah. Be happy you're getting coupons. Don't focus on the negative so much. <laughs> Don't get coupons in your email and immediately worry that J. Crew's going out of business. Yeah, there's enough things to worry about. I yeah. feel like they're, they're the health of the company may have been suffering the last few years, but they clearly have uh, new leadership in charge, and I think they're on an up and up. And Madewell seems to be doing really well sales wise. And yeah. we're in L. A., so these will be the last J. Crews to last. That's very true. That's one of the great things about this city is that they can go down. <laughs> they could go out of business all over the country and probably will, but they might have a few still here. Yeah. Yeah, um, here in New York and a yeah. few other major urban areas. Um, Steve, I just want to thank you for of course, that. Um, <laughs> well, I want everyone to. I know. You know we all open you, our emails. You saw that it was bothering me, yeah. and you offered some words of wisdom. Yeah. And just, you know, don't. It was comforting. Don't, don't always go to that place. I think we all go to that place a little too easy. <laughs> yeah. We always we're yeah. always worried that our our own personal J Crews are closing. I'm always. <laughs> yeah. Find the J Crew in you and keep it open. Yeah. Um, any last like tips for people? Like, let's say you were brand new to J. Crew or men's shopping in general. Is there anything that you would like to tell folks that's like stuff that's worked for you, tips and tricks? Um, you can buy the shirts in a size small, but you can buy the sweaters in a size medium. Ooh. Oh, okay. Also, the polo shirts size medium. Okay. Okay. Bun down shirts though size small. I so think is, I think the button-down shirts tend to run a little larger in size. And this mm-hmm. is great. So if you plan on buying clothes specifically for Joe Saunders, <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess like look at some photos of me. Uh, <laughs> can I judge what you think my body is compared to yours? Scale up from there. Yeah. Uh, or down. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're a triple zero. Yeah. Or, yeah, or if you're yeah, and if you're getting a triple zero and you also want a sweater to go with it, now you know sweaters uh, run smaller. Double you can get a higher size. Double zero. Yeah. Don't buy also. Uh, I don't think don't buy shoes at J Crew. Too expensive. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, they really yeah. Buy them somewhere else. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've been waiting for. <laughs> That's the dirt we the t- wanted. The takedown is finally here. Uh, Joe Saunders, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Thank you very much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to plug at this time besides this brand that we've been talking about for a long time? Uh, well, you can check out J. Crew and probably any mall near you. <laughs> two great websites. Um, I have a podcast called The Breadcast, and people can listen to that. We have uh, I think there's eight episodes people can listen to. Uh, if you just search the Breadcast on Twitter or search it on I, uh, the Apple Store, you'll find it. I find it very relaxing. Ooh. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so it's, if it's you're very, in the mood to veg out, I'm always fun. looking for something to listen to while I do, you know, tasks. It doubles as kind of an ASMR type. <laughs> Ooh. It's like soft, soft, like low energy uh, conversations. Yeah. So, um, anything else you. that you like to plug or place people can find you? Uh, yeah, find me on Twitter at uh, at Saunders Joe. I tweet sometimes, and you can like it or retweet it, or just, but no, but no pressure, no pressure, no yeah, pressure. Yeah. I'll just read it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. If you like the podcast, share it with everyone you know, any way you know how. Subscribe, like, rate, and review us on iTunes. 
If you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, you can email us at whydoyouknowthatpod at gmail.com. Or if you're more of a picture person, follow us on Instagram at whydoyouknowthatpod. Or hey, if you want to hang out on Twitter, follow us on whydoyouknowpod. Different, because Twitter has weird restrictions when it comes to characters and handles. Let's do this again sometime. Okay. Uh-huh.